Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. This is episode 158. Thank you for all the support and love. We are clear that we are doing what the community wants and is looking for. And what we're doing is sharing the good news. We are sharing those stories of servant leaders that are rising up and making a difference out there in the market, in their neighborhoods, in their businesses, in their churches, out there in the marketplace. And we have another great servant leader in studio with us today. We have the CEO, Madreus, also the founder of Carry On Alliance. Michael D'Amelio, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. So, gosh, you wear a couple of different hats and a lot of things going on, but we didn't just wake up and end up doing all of these great things. You know, give us a little bit of your background. You know, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? My family's from New York State. Ah, uh, dairy East farming background, East Coaster. Okay. Kind of the hard uh, dairy farming work ethic. Came to Good. California in the early 60s. Grew up in Chula Vista, went to school, okay. Chula Vista High School, went to uh, USC for my undergraduate. Okay, Trojans. So I'm a Trojans, had a tough year this year, but uh, we'll do better next year. All right. And then uh, went to law school at USD and uh, got out of school and uh, really pursued my passion to uh, get into commercial real estate. Wow. And, uh, been Is that working. what you had studied in school? I studied that. Actually, my parents were, were flippers before flipping was kind of a term of oh, art. Oh, really? Got it. And so I learned uh, around the dinner table about mortgages. What did that and look flipping. like? I mean, was it like residential homes that they were buying well, and selling? It, it, yeah, small single family homes in Chula Vista. And my weekends uh, comprised largely of going to these homes and doing the cleanup. And uh, Sure, here's a broom, here's a shovel, here's a hammer. Too tired to get in trouble. So that was, <laughs> I think, also motivation of theirs as well. Smart. Yeah. Smart. So you, lear- you learned about flipping residential real estate over the dinner table with your parents. Right. That's, that's right. And, and they got out of school, but really wanted to go on a bigger scale and learn okay. new development work. So I was very fortunate to work for Home Capital Development Group, okay. which was then uh, an arm of Home Federal Bank. Mm. Uh, and uh, they had a number of different development clients. McMillan Communities was one of them, and I was yeah. fortunate enough to have been a project coordinator uh, and manager working with them and learning about large-scale, massive, you know, community plan right. development, development and so forth, real development. And so over a number of different cycles, over the early savings and loan crisis cycle and, and uh, 2008 and so on, I learned, uh, got a couple of additional uh, wrinkles uh, to, to, to show for it, but I learned all this experience working with commercial development. And that brought me to the point where I am now advising people on their real estate needs, entitlement work, development, and doing kind of those, uh, those difficult deals to develop. That's what we specialize in. Right, helping folks that actually really need the help. That's right. You know, so how long ago did you start Madreus? Uh, that started in 2013. I've been okay. working for Wells Fargo in Washington D.C. Good yep. opportunity with them. Came back to San Diego and said, "Okay, I'm back here for good." And yep. I thought I would hang my shingle out one more time and and uh, serve the community by doing what I love to do. And so uh, we've been around for five years now, and we've got clients, everyone from uh, that small. Uh, flipper that needs help with that project to larger scale hotel redevelopment work. Wow. So we do kind of a whole panoply of, uh, of work. I imagine you guys are quite busy. We are. We are. And we try to take things from 40,000 feet on down. Mm. We find out, you know, what's your estate planning issues? What are the issues that affect your life? And then yeah. we get to the real estate issue and then dig deep into that. So we take the approach of beginning with the end in mind. That's great. I think that, I mean, that's the best approach to take. You know, what is, what is the end result? What's it look like when you're done? That's right. You 
know. That's right. Can you share with us maybe one or two examples or stories you know that you're proud of or you know deals that you worked on? Yeah, a good example. We have a current client that's had a piece of property right on the coast, uh, just about uh, in the greater central California area. Okay. Waterfront property, uh, too small for hotel development, but large enough for something else. And this family had been holding this property for 12 years, paying property taxes for 12 years and wow. getting nothing for that. They had it listed with some brokers over the years, nothing happened. And so just by some good fortune, we were able to meet uh, this family, gain their trust, and then do that deep dive, look at it from 40,000 feet, and then work our way down and finding out, okay, what's best for this family? Mm. And because of our experience in the industry and looking at things from really a policy perspective, uh, my experience working in major development taught me how to work with cities and with city government and looking at things from a public policy standpoint and then get into the real estate. And in this case, that worked. We uh, found a buyer for the property and it's a public agency and that process is still uh, pending. But it's a way for it's to show that at Madreas, we look at things a little bit differently. We take that Rubik's Cube of a real estate project and keep working it and working yep. it and working it and put in a combined 100 years of experience working with different agencies and different uh, development opportunities to find what's the best solution for this. And heretofore, most of the standard brokerage services just were looking for that typical investor, that typical buyer, and they weren't able to serve that client. So now, fortunately, we've got a client who's happy. They've got a property that is hopefully will close escrow next year, and it'll help the community uh, where it's located because it'll be, we think, uh, a, a community a facility that'll help others out. So it's a win-win-win. Can't wait to hear about yeah. it. Sounds very, yeah. very yeah. interesting. Yeah. What is it that you really like about commercial real estate and what you do? Um, I can summarize it probably by saying this. During the downturn in 2008, 9, 10, I had my own projects, uh, mm. my own money at risk, and it uh, was a, a challenging time. I'll just say it that way. Absolutely. And even during that time, when I had all that stress and all that money at risk and all these issues, I loved it. I loved the idea of working real estate, working the business, it's a people business, not a dirt business. And mm. so what I was doing is providing affordable housing to people. And even during that difficult time, we were able to still do that. We might have lost money on our units. We had to give a few away. But people that got into those units were still people who needed that first time home experience. And that helped them. And that was, what, 10 years or so ago. So hopefully that first experience has helped them buy their second or their third home, build that equity and better their life. And so even though it was something that for me wasn't uh, the best of circumstances, it professionally, it, it, uh, it met the mark. It's incredible. And, you know, and I really appreciate the fact that you're in the affordable housing space, you know, that you've kind of done a good amount of work there because it is Southern California, it is expensive. But that doesn't mean people don't have a right to live here. That's right. And don't have a right to have a lifestyle the way that they want. You know, and I think that there is a, a portion and a percentage of properties that need to be set aside for that. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I agree. I think that uh, as opposed to it being a local issue where a local building industry association uh, will get involved with uh, affordable housing initiatives, 
It's got to come from Sacramento. It's a statewide yeah. initiative where government has to say, you know, we are going to offer certain tax incentives, certain incentives for developers and cities to provide real scaled affordable housing projects, not just 100 units every other year, but something that is an ongoing delivery of affordable housing. Uh, it can be quality housing, but it, it, but it's still affordable, and there's a need for it. And we see a lot of great development here in San Diego, but most of it is in that $800,000 and up range. Sure. And it just meets that mark, and the money's here for those investments to be made by these individuals. But the people that are the working force of the community need decent, safe, clean, affordable housing, and there's a heck of an opportunity for that. Absolutely. And we'll... we'll, we'll pull on that string a little bit more. Okay. I want to talk about though Carry On. You know, Carry On is your nonprofit. What's what's the backstory behind that? What what inspired you to start it? When I came back uh, from working uh, in Washington DC, came back to San Diego and I love this community and was raised here. And at the same time of getting acclimated back into San Diego in the community, and the stories were going every day on the news about uh, veterans not transitioning well. And uh, I was um, shown an opportunity, real estate redevelopment of an old hospital property in the sports arena area. And one of the developers said, you know, can you take a look at this, Michael, and see what you think? Actually, it was the broker, I think, the property. And I looked at it and said, well, geez, MCRD is about a mile that way, and the Naval Center is about that way. And I'm thinking to myself, why not get uh, an opportunity for um, veterans to have housing in San Diego and create this for veterans versus just for at-market housing opportunities. So that's what I did. I, I started that way. And how long ago did you start it? Started officially in 2014. We okay. became a nonprofit in 2015. And the idea was to start it with the, with, with, with the notion of let's just not get into a nonprofit and begin just doing what nonprofits do. Sure. They become a nonprofit and they, we wanted to put more thought into it. And so we there researched. There are a lot of nonprofits yeah, in Southern California. Yeah, yeah. and a lot since, since 9-11. I yeah. think there's about 40 to 45,000 nonprofits nationally since 9-11. Uh, but we wanted to really dig down, which is kind of what we do at Madreas. We to look at it from a from a from a high level, and find out what are the issues. So we went I went back to USC, the School of Social Work there. Dr. Carl Castro has got a great um, program, uh, which really dives into the issues affecting veterans and their families. Hmm. And USC has been doing a lot of great research on what veterans need and why they need it. And we found that our hunches were correct, that veterans needed housing first. They needed to be sheltered first and then delivered all these transitional services. And it's, it's something that is basic and fundamental. You need shelter, you need to feel relaxed, you need to feel like you have a place to, to relax, to kind of chill out, chill down after mm -hmm. maybe four or eight or more of very, very significant uh, experience in the military, much of which could be combat experience, and then you, you know, you de-escalate from that, and before you know it, you're off base, you're a civilian again, and it's, you know, what do I do now? And we found that notwithstanding the amount of very, very good uh, veterans programs out there uh, that provided great services to these veterans, you really can't, as a veteran, take that in and, and, and benefit from it if you have no place to live. 
if you're living right. out of your car or right. on someone else's couch. So that's how it started. And so, you know, fast forward, it's been going for three, four years now. What does it look like on a day-to-day basis? What we're working on right now is, um, you know, building affordable housing in San Diego and building it in a way where we can develop a coalition, hence the term Carry On Alliance. Mm. The, the name was picked for the purpose of bringing in the very best veteran service organizations and groups as allies, much like you have the Star Alliance for the mm-hmm. airlines or NATO, where yep. you have really a group of individuals and organizations that think alike, that work alike, and are the best at what they do. And it's taken us a couple of years just to get those great organizations developed together, USC being uh, one of them. We're working with Cal State San Marcos. Um, We're working with different groups, Zero Eight Hundred here in San Diego. There's so many great groups that we've worked with and had a chance to talk to. But the key to our program is providing a discounted apartment to that veteran many of whom get uh, base or area of housing allowance stipends, and much of it, they spend all of it on their housing. And so our quest was to get housing that was high quality, develop it at a lower cost. And so what it looks like right now is we're working with various um, uh, financial people to create uh, an investment vehicle so that investors can invest in Care Around Alliance and in the housing product and so that we can build these projects so that we can offer a 25 to 30% discount on market rate rents to the veteran. And 35% discount yes, to the veteran. We're trying to do that so that it becomes something that is funded by civilians, yep. privately funded, uh, where we provide that veteran a chance to take some of that income that they're generating mm-hmm. uh, to pay for their housing or that stipend they get from the government and put it in savings to build a bank account, to not just spend all that money on housing and not have to take housing that is less than the best. Right. So uh, that's, where it, that's what it looks like right now in 2019 will be used to, to put together this financial structure and hopefully put that in place so we can build our first project. Wow, and what do you see as you know, kind of the, the friction there, the, the hurdles? You know, I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's the merging of the benevolence of providing funding or soft debt mm-hmm. uh, where it might be um, underwritten as a real loan where it might bleed off over a period of time and kind of just go away and become a write-off for that investor to merging it with making sure that it's a, a viable project. I mean, even, I mean, nonprofits go through their vetting every year when they're audited or when they've got to go through and file their 990s that it's got to be uh, a legitimate organization. You've got to underwrite a project that actually makes sense. So I learned when I was working at Wells Fargo in the syndicated finance group, the, the, a lot of the programs we were using at Wells Fargo were new markets tax credits or low-income housing tax credit programs. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind that kind of financing is to provide an incentive for large corporations or for wealthy individuals to provide uh, equity and debt uh, in a way where it benefits them by treating that as as a real loan, but as a loan at favorable terms, maybe a lower interest rates, maybe that loan burns off and is soft debt. And that's what we're gonna try to do with, with, uh, with Carry On. There are so many programs in the country where you've got 
these great financing structures for affordable housing, but nothing similar to that for veterans, for veterans housing. There isn't a program in place for that. And so what we're trying to do right now is create that. And that's been the difficulty. I love it. I think it's, you know, I, I think it's a fantastic cause. I think it's a challenge for Southern California and San Diego and, and something that we really need to be making a priority, you know. And so thank you for making your life and your work about it. How do we how do we get behind you? How do we learn more? I'm listening to this right now. Okay, Michael, this sounds great. Like, what do you want people to do? Well, first they can contact me. Okay. And uh, my, my number, I've got two numbers, 202-372-7776 or 858-876-7776. And those are my direct lines. They can talk to me about Caravan Alliance. We also have a website, caravanalliance.org, uh, which yep. basically talks really more about what we're trying to do. And I'm looking for people that have a similar passion, that may have a real estate background or maybe uh, they're former bankers or developers or just just citizens that want to get involved to provide this opportunity for housing for veterans. Phenomenal. And we'll have, you know, folks, we'll have all of Michael's information, you know, on our website um, at sdriseup.com. We'll be sharing everything through Facebook and through our, our distribution channels. But Michael, just, you know, from myself and Rise Up and the network, thank you for what you're doing. It's super important and it really makes a difference and it's just a privilege to have you on. Thank you for having me on. Folks, remember, get out there, rise up, make a difference in your community.